Jesus said, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Later Paul writes, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. The Bible teaches the need for conversion. It also teaches discipleship, love for God's world, and a desire to see his moral law reflected in every aspect of life. This is some of the thinking behind the Christian Institute's new Bible study series, Living Christianity. I'll be joined later on by Dr. Chris Sinkinson of Moreland's College, who presents the series. But first up, we have one of Living Christianity's architects, Kieran Kelly, who is also a deputy director at the Christian Institute. Kieran, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Angus. Good to be here. Well, to start us off, I think we should probably talk about what Living Christianity is and why the CI has put so much time and energy into it. Okay, well, let's start with what it is. Um, It is a series of five Bible studies. Uh, It uh, uses uh, a DVD, a leader's guide, there's a study guide. Um, All of that stuff is also available online. So that's the nuts and bolts of the the, the product. Uh, And it's a set of Bible studies that seeks to help evangelical Christians to recognise that Christ transforms all aspects of our lives. So, as I said, there are five studies. Each study takes on a particular aspect. So it looks at engaging with today's world as uh, disciples of Jesus, holding a biblical view of the world and the role that Christians have in that. Uh, Then it looks at getting clear on our calling as Christians at work. It looks at valuing God's good design for all of life and the far-reaching impact of what that might mean. And it also looks at embracing what it means to be a Christian citizen, as in we are Christians, but we are also citizens of our of our country. So that's the that's what it covers. As for uh, why we've put so much time and effort into it, um, it's because we think it's really really important. We think it's uh, it's important for. Bible-believing Christians, and indeed that there's a pressing need for Bible-believing Christians, and especially young evangelicals, to recognise this need to live out uh, our faith, live out their faith in all areas of life. We can think of our Christianity as being uh, very much separate from the rest of our lives somehow, if we're not careful. And this study seeks to say, well, when we come to Christ, uh, when we uh, are redeemed, Christ transforms every aspect of our life. We don't have sort of a church world over here and everything else um, separate from that. He transforms every area of our life. So that gives us a responsibility to um, have an impact in every uh, area of life. And uh, who's it for? Who's the uh, target audience? Well, it's aimed at uh, university and college students, but a core criteria of it is that it's uh, accessible to all Bible-believing Christians over the age of 16. So uh, who's aimed at a Bible-believing Christian from 16 to 106, if you want to think of it that way? Well, uh, I've, I've called you an architect of the series, uh, however accurate that might be, but uh, perhaps you can explain uh, exactly what your role was in bringing Living Christianity together. Yeah, uh, um, architect would be overdoing it somewhat. I would say less an architect, more, a, more an interior designer. Mm-hmm. Um, the architects of it were the trustees of the Christian Institute and uh, Rupert Bentley-Taylor and uh, Willie Philip in particular, 
the original material um, is based comes from them uh, and then um, if, if they were the architects then the builder uh, it would be fair to say is a, a gentleman called Tony Barber uh, Tony's got a huge amount of experience working in broadcast media so he took the uh, material and was able to turn it into uh, turn it into something suitable for the screen and sit down he was the one who um, put all the visuals together um, what I did um, was to take that content that was already uh, available and to um, look at the how we can um, get a series of Bible studies out of it so we had the visuals we had the, the scripts for uh, for the visuals um, we wanted to have a study series a Bible study series that ran alongside that now that was difficult because the, what we're covering is quite broad um, and uh, you don't want to be jumping all over uh, all over the Bible so to I was trying to encapsulate particular areas in single um, areas of the Bible so that was quite difficult and uh, also we had to bring it to the market which you've now done and I was involved in in making that happen uh, well, as I mentioned before, uh, I'll be speaking to uh, Dr. Chris Sinkinson uh, in a little bit. But uh, could you tell us who else was involved in the project? Sure. Yeah. Um, so Chris is uh, Chris is the presenter, uh, as I think you said, uh, and he is it's great, just really great to have him on board. He he lectures at Moreland's College. Uh, he has a good connection with students, and he brings um, brings a really good on-screen uh, presence to uh, uh, to what it's fair to say can be some difficult subjects but he's not on his own there's a number of other people uh, contributing so uh, Richard Cunningham who is the director of UCCF the Christian Unions uh, he is uh, very involved it was great to have him on board uh, Kaz Dodds who's a Christian conference speaker based up in Scotland. The Reverend Pete Nicholas is involved. He's uh, the lead pastor at the Inspire Church of England Church in uh, London. And uh, Michael Lotz, who is uh, an evangelist, an itinerant evangelist. Uh, they are all um, looking at particular aspects of the, the topics in conjunction with, uh, with Chris. So it's great to have such a wide range of involvements from so many uh, excellent people. And, uh, and how long, it feels like a, a long time, but how long has it been in the works? Well, I would say it's um, probably more than three years. Often these things start quite slowly. You're trying to formulate the idea what is the most important things to cover uh, and what isn't. Uh, you have to spend time shooting the, the footage, of course, and then editing the footage. That takes some time. And, uh, uh, and then trialling the materials. And so all of that takes time. So I would say about... Uh, Probably about three years, perhaps a little more, perhaps a little less. And uh, where can people buy the series? Great question. Yeah, the, it's available uh, from livingchristianity.org.uk and there you can um, download materials for uh, £12. The videos are streamable and the Bible study materials are downloadable. But if you want the physical products, you can get those from the Good Book Company um, online at thegoodbook.co.uk and you can purchase the DVD uh, the Leaders Guide and the Study Guide there um, or order them at the moment um, and pre-orders are coming in already which is good, good to see because I think uh, 
people understand that there is this what we're looking at in these studies this the importance of taking our christianity into every area of life uh, isn't something that we that there's an awful lot of material out there on particularly when it comes to engaging with big and difficult societal issues um, what living christianity tries to do is to say we need to have a biblical worldview uh, of life and that is rooted in fundamental truths about god's relationship with his creation going right back to genesis what does that mean so um I think people see the need to that we can either be shaped by a biblical worldview or it can be shaped by a secular worldview and uh, living Christianity seeks to redress perhaps some of the balance in how we get our worldview shaped there's an awful lot of pressure from the secular world to think in a particular way to marginalize Christianity to undermine Christian values um, as they've been represented in society to make our Christian faith a private uh, practice um, and living Christianity says no Christianity should be out in the public square as Christians should, we should want to be engaging in things like marriage and abortion and work and gender issues and our citizenship how we engage with the government and to um, to make the case that loving our neighbour involves having a concern for wider society and that includes taking opportunities wherever we can to urge respectfully urge our lawmakers to fulfill their god-given role to restrain and punish evil to promote good so in other words to engage with the issues that the Christ with which the christian institute is most deeply involved and um just uh, just to go back to students for a second it's um it is free i believe for for students to uh, to download that isn't it yes that's right so um the, the dvds are available for 999 uh the study guides are available for 599 299 depending on whether it's a leader's guide or a student guide but if you go to uh livingchristianity.org.uk and you're a student and you sign up using your university email address so your .ac.uk email address you get access to the materials absolutely free and uh, before i let you go what's what's next for living christianity well, that's a great question well i said it earlier on i think that uh, it's aimed at people sort of 16 upwards but it's important to engage younger people with these issues obviously in a different way so we've already started work on uh, taking the existing material and making it accessible to an 11 to 16 uh, year age bracket. Well, uh, Kieran, thanks for chatting with me today. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Angus. Well, as promised, it's time now to speak to our presenter, Chris Sinkinson. Chris is a lecturer at Moreland's College, an evangelical Christian training college based in Dorset. But we had you going all over the country for this, didn't we? Certainly did. I think we did a test video here in Christchurch, but all of the uh, recordings for the series were done in our various regional capitals. So we travelled to Belfast, Cardiff, uh, London, uh, Edinburgh. Did you have a, uh, a particular favourite location? You know, I, I absolutely love visiting all of them. It was a, a great opportunity. We would tend to stay, you know, overnight. So we had a couple of days in each, each location. So though it was busy, uh, we were recording all the time. 
there was a great sense of um, just feeling connected with uh, the, the wider United Kingdom, which I think for this kind of uh, video series is really very helpful. So can I pick out one? Well, we happened to be in Edinburgh at the time of the Fringe. So there were lots of, um, you see it on the film actually, uh, lots of different uh, performances in the street that were going on. And uh, that made it a great fun day. It rained heavily while we were in Cardiff. So I have to say it was quite a wet one when we were in Wales. What about this project made you want to get involved? The issues the project is tackling are really crucial. Uh, we live in a time of a rapidly changing culture, and you can't underestimate the significance of that, that books written 20 years ago are significantly out of date, not in terms of theology, you know, uh, the, the word of God doesn't change, but the issues we're confronting are changing. And I just think the last 10 years in particular has been rapid change. And some of the philosophical changes from maybe 40 years ago have really uh, brought, well, whether you want to call it fruit or not, they've, they've come to fruition in the last 10 years. Now, because of that, what drew me to this project is here is a project that engages with the issues in a rapidly changing culture, issues that are affecting education, uh, the workplace, uh, issues of ethics, and I think as Christians, we have got to do a lot to catch up. And that's why this project was particularly appealing, because it's going to help equip the church to deal with those issues in a changing culture. Have you had the chance to watch the full DVD and read through the, uh, the final materials yet? Uh, I haven't uh, seen it all in its finished form. So I've seen it as a work in progress and uh, dipped into it along the way. And uh, yeah, it, it does look superb. Great balance, actually, in this course between information input, and we do need information, but also the opportunity to discuss and, and ask questions. And, you know, sometimes with these kind of courses, you either get one that's too information heavy, so you might as well just be listening to lectures, or too much discussion and we just pull our ignorance. But I think this one really strikes the right tone of giving you some solid sound information content, but also opportunity to discuss and reflect in a small group. Would you say it's matched up to your expectations? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say above and beyond my expectations, I think this will be a really useful resource. Uh, now, we've just been speaking to Kieran Kelly, and he mentioned that this is aimed at uh, a broad age range. I think he said uh, 16 to, uh, to 100. And, um, but, you know, it is free to students. And, of course, you work with students every day at Moorlands. What would you say is particularly helpful about the series for them? Well, you know, I, I reflect sometimes on the fact that in terms of uh, the church, you know, using the church in that sort of a national uh, body sense, the church invests a lot of resources in training people for Christian ministry. Uh, so much of our resources go into what we do as church internally, if you like. And what's really helpful here, and in terms of particularly working with students, is helping us to see how much more emphasis we need to be putting on our engagement with the workplace, with the public sphere, uh, with our, our increasingly secular culture. So I think what's really helpful for students is this will help to prepare them to use their, their gifts and their training in this, this rapidly changing cultural context and really feel much more positive about engaging their faith in places like uh, a secular workplace or uh, issues that they're seeing in the media and uh, in, in the world generally. So this fills a very particular need, I think, to help students in terms of crossing that bridge between the study of the Bible, God's word, and their engagement with the public space. 
Do you think there's a tendency for students to see evangelism as the only way to engage with the world? Yes, I certainly think that can be the case. And uh, it's, it's generally a reflection on the church, I think, that we uh, have seen our, 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 our effort being made internally with the things we do as a church. And externally, uh, we just want to um, you know, be, be involved in evangelism, of course. But really, other than that, just keep ourselves safe. And that, that's a reflection, I think, just generally on us as, as the church. Now, for students, you know, particularly, they're going to be uh, training in all sorts of disciplines. It might be economics or law. It might be media, communication. And all those different areas are fabulous gifts and skills to be using in that public space. So I think to see evangelism as one very important, we don't want to drop evangelism, of course, but to see that as one very important strand in our engagement in the world is great because then, of course, we open up all those other areas where people can see, you know, the study may be in economics or maybe in law, but it's still a calling. And, you know, this is the great Reformation theme. Uh, you can see it in Martin Luther and John Calvin, that our calling is not simply a, a word to be used for those going into Christian ministry directly, but our calling is whatever sphere God has given us, whatever area of influence, however we can use our, our, our gifts and our skills in the wider world. Now, as, as someone who spent so much time working on the series, what's your hope for living Christianity? How, how would you like to see it received? Well, I'd like to see it received in terms of uh, something which will develop small groups in being able to reflect together. You know, often in life we focus on big events and big meetings and we judge things by a thousand people here or 500 people there. But actually, particularly in terms of student ministry, if six or eight or 10 or 12 students get together and discuss the content of this video series, it's in those small groups, those peer groups, where really as iron sharpens iron, we keep ourselves on our toes, we encourage each other and, you know, in, in that sense, we can spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And so my hope with the course is not so much the, um, the, the big picture as the details of people's lives, that we will see a small group springing up all around the country wanting to discuss and take further our engagement with the public space. Chris, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, thank you very much for your time. And as always, thank you very much to everyone who's taken the time to listen today. Goodbye.